No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. It helped to find you, right? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good evening. Thank you guys for joining. It is the one, the only, Simply Bree, and I am so happy to be here with you guys. So, tonight's topic, first of all, I got to bring these braids around because I be looking bald head, and I'm not bald head. So, tonight's topic is, is a very interesting one for you guys. Um, whether you're currently going through it right now, or whether you've gone through it, it's all about the healing, baby. It's all about healing after an ugly breakup. And in just a moment, we will have my guest for the evening, Mr. Royal himself from 40 and Still Gaming, join us live. And we're going to talk about, you know, identifying ways and and reasons to leave when you're in a relationship and it's just not healthy. And um, how can you actually find resolutions to a relationship that's going downhill, but you still want to save it? Everyone doesn't want to run away from a relationship. You know that, right? You guys know that. So please make sure if you are watching us live, you guys go ahead and chime into the chat box. Let me know what you guys think. Um, What is your opinion on the topic? What's your solutions? Let me know, and we will definitely bring what you have to say up and join us. So if you are interested in advertising on He Said What Radio Network, all you have to do is send an email to ads. Boop, boop, at simplybree.com. Sometimes I feel like I'm saying ass, but I'm really saying ads at simplybree.com. And we will definitely get you on and pop in tonight's show. Our sponsor, hold on, guys. Okay. Our sponsor this evening is going to be Donna Rain. Okay. So tonight's show is sponsored by Donna Rain. Make sure you guys check out her website. I'm trying to do so many things right now. Check out her website, DonnaRain.MyShopify.com, and definitely support what she has going on, beauty products. I use her products myself. Keeps my skin nice and smooth and flawless. I don't do foundation, so moisturized galore. So please make sure you check out tonight's sponsor. Um, The prize that I will be giving away at the end 
is going to be a facial scrub as well as a soap. And these are all handmade um, products. So in order for you to win, you must be a subscriber to our YouTube channel. And another way, of course, another uh, qualification for you to win is that tonight I'm going to ask you three important things. I'm going to ask you for three important things. I need you to give me that information, which means that you may hear it at the beginning of the show. You may hear it in the middle. You may hear it at the end. Either way, I need you to have the answers. If you have the answers and you're the first person, then you are my winner for this evening. Now, now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about ugly breakups with my guest. Let's go ahead and bring him on, Mr. Royal himself. Yeah. Good evening. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Daniel Bryan in the building. <laughs> yes. Mama, I made it. Finally made it. Yeah. I can't deal with you. But since Welcome. you dared to leave, remember, I'm rocking with you on Monday nights also. Yes. Yes. So if you guys don't recognize him, this is Mr. Royal himself from Simply Sports. Every Monday from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And depending on the conversation, we may just go over like we did, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes down. It's fun, too. It really does go down. Uh, and so does YouTube agree and Facebook. But we'll talk about that yeah. much later on down the road. So this evening, how do you deal or how do you heal after an ugly breakup? What do you think about tonight's topic? Interesting. Very interesting. Um, luckily for me, I haven't been in a breakup in a long time, but I had plenty of them in my heyday. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm an expert, but I am a survivor of said uh, topic. <laughs> so, I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. So, <laughs> that's right. You got to be out there with the dancing. Yeah, I'm a survivor. You so, are a survivor of breakups. That's for, You know what, though? That's the most important thing is being able to survive. <laughs> Mike, I know that guy. Shout out to Mike <laughs> Johnson tuning in live with us Thank in you, the bro. chat. Yes. So being able to heal, um, survive, first of all, and realize that life doesn't end after a relationship. It, well, it shouldn't. It really shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't. Some but, folks get a little hyper, but it yeah, shouldn't. Yeah, you know, but, you know, Unfortunately, it does happen. So we are here to actually help you guys with some lo- some solutions, some different methods that you guys can try um, to figure out, first of all, is my relationship toxic? And then if it mm. is, is it best that I leave or do we try to work things out? So with breakups, everyone's upset, right? Emotions are sky high. Um why, when it comes to breaking up, why do you think emotions tend to get the best of us? Like the anger, like if you're upset, you're overly upset during a breakup. You're saying stuff that you probably shouldn't be saying. Why but, do you think we let emotions get the best of us? Because it's a bond, man. It's deeper than someone said, damn it, you cut me off, or man, they took the last avocado. This is the kind of a spiritual bond you have with someone. So when they hurt you, it's it's on a deeper level. You know, yeah. it's one thing to, you know, be mad at someone in general, but when yeah, someone knows your innermost thoughts and they know you and then they step on your toe, man, it's hurtful, man. You, I'd rather you punch me in the face than break my heart sometimes because it's, you can, you, you recover faster. You see what I'm saying? Because, right. you know I mean, I'm talking I about mean, like soul crushing, you know, like, damn, I thought you was the one. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, Kim Gaines said so this man looks familiar. Yeah. Look we might you. even be related. <laughs> we might even be related. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's a lot invested in yeah. the relationship. Now, does it matter if, let's say, you guys break up after the first month or two? No, because a lot of, to me, people think too linear. They think like, yo, I've been with this fool like six months. We should be a couple. We should be together. Mm-hmm. No, it's all in how you feel about that person and what type of bond you guys have. And that's yeah. timeless. So the time really doesn't matter. It's the quality and what you actually have that really makes it the thing, you know? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, do you recall any, how you're, you are married right now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So was your wife, um, your high school crush or high school girlfriend? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. So when you were in high school, cause we all had high school crushes and things like that. How long did you, do you recall those type of relationships lasting? I, I had some long relationships in high school. It still ended up badly, but they were long though. They were long. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wrap, but yeah, I, I thought it was the one until I found out wasn't the one way. Like, Ooh, we both dating her. Like, damn. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I found out the hard way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's understandable. Cool beans. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I thought she was the one. Okay. Well, yeah. How do you know when it's time to leave a relationship? Oh, man. There's so many telltale signs. A lot of times we actually ignore them. Like, you wake up feeling like you need to slap somebody, might be time to go. If you like start hating the way they chew, you know, you have dinner like, damn, I hate the way they chew. Yeah, it might be time to go. Um, just anything, you know, I mean, people are going to have disagreements. They're going to have things that they don't agree with. But when it becomes to the point where you feel like you're annoyed by every single thing they do, mm-hmm. where's the fun? Where's the love? So, you know, you got to know, you know, I mean, there's no real like, oh, that's the one because he didn't leave the toilet seat down. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be that that glue that always holds you together. And it's got to be that thing where you can say, yeah. He made you with his mouth open, but he still loves me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's got to be that glue. And if you don't have that glue and you feel like you want to punch him more than you want to kiss him, then it might be time to go. Mmm, that glue. And that glue cannot be purchased. Yes. It is that eternal rubber band that can stretch around the earth a million times and never break. Yeah. Mm. That's philosophy right there, boy. Listen, you better go hat. Mmm. That's that philosophy right there, boy. Dibs, sir, listen, 16 bars in that building? Right. Maybe six bars? Seven but... and a half is shout out to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Seven, maybe. But needless to say, um, having the glue is a part of the foundation, basically. Yeah. So yeah, you have to have that foundation in order to make it through the thick, the thin, the highs, the lows. And understand that there are going to be some lows. Everything isn't always great, right? No. Relationships. What did old girl say? Um, she said everything is not going to be Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. That was um, Braxton, the other Braxton. Mm-hmm. That's not famous, but yeah, oh, she said everything is not going to be Marvin. Don't do yeah. that to her. Oh, sorry, my bad. Wrong show. But yeah, she said everything's not going to be Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. So you know, yeah. she's right. So, what are some ways to identify the main problems? in a relationship with your partner. And that can include your partner directly. Hell, I don't know. I'm still going through it myself. 
But um, one thing that I acknowledge is that being honest with myself first. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not always the easiest person to deal with. I recognize that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's easy to be like, nah, it's they fault, they fault, they fault. But right. then you gotta it's be able to flip the mirror and be like, yo, how did we get to this point? What did you do to make it as you know, how did you what did you what was your portion in making this way? And sometimes it's not your fault, but you still have to make sure you're turning that mirror to look in your look in your face and make sure you're doing everything you need to do to kind of keep it, you know. Right. So that's that right there is key. Um self-awareness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you. I knew exactly what you were saying. Self-awareness. Uh, and it's interesting because Kim said it's actually easier, uh, it's more peaceful being single. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kim, I'm with you because the stuff that we go through, I mean, yes, it's easy, it's peaceful to be single, but it can also be peaceful being in a relationship as well. When you know that you found someone who just gets you, who understands you, who supports you, and they pick you up when you're down, and you pick them up when they're down, and then sometimes we both are just up at the same time. All of that comes with a relationship. And, I mean, when you are not able to look into the mirror and realize or or examine what it is that you're not doing, and it's always your partner's fault, then that shows a lack of accountability. Yeah, for sure. And no one wants to be in a relationship where their partner cannot actually admit to their faults. Um, That's just plain and simple. I don't know how many relationships you've been in, but if you've been in a relationship with someone who just never owns up to what they're doing wrong, then that that tends to affect the relationship overall. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You know, it's like... There has to be two adults, not just one. You know, it can't just be me telling you how to act, how to be. It needs to be, we need to be, you know, each other's mirror. So, yeah. like, the same things that I reflect into you, you should be reflecting into me and vice versa. Right. So, it's got to go both ways in yeah. that respect. That's a two-way street. Exactly. So, um, with that, um, communication. Mm. Communication is the glue we we can say yeah um and so with communication being the glue when you don't have it when your communication is off or let's say your communication is not off let's say it's your partner maybe your partner doesn't know how to communicate that too can affect the relationship so how oh not that one so um are there any ways to come to a resolution with your partner who just seems to be unreasonable, maybe they don't want to hear what you have to say. Um, Ooh, that's a, that's a toughie. Um, only thing we could do is um, have a level of patience and understanding. And then we have to be honest with ourselves. Like, is this something that I can live with? Is it something that we can live with? Right. Because, you know, if your biggest argument is like, yo, I wanted a blue Bentley over the red Bentley. Yeah, you'll get over that. But if you have some serious like, yo, sometimes we're going to agree to disagree and we have to be able to respect each other's views and still be able to kick it. Right. And I think that's where the that's where it comes down to, because everybody don't agree on everything. So. Right. Yeah. Mm, OK, well, um. 
at, there's there's some point in a relationship where it may look like peaches and cream. I love peaches and cream, by the way. It may look 112. like... 112? 112? No. Raw peaches and cream? I, I was actually talking about like peaches and cream. Oh, the song. I think it was song. The actual eating. The, oh, oh. Moving along. Dinner time? Um, <laughs> we'll get you some DoorDash after this. I got you. <laughs> so... A lot of the times we get into these relationships and we're just so head over heels for the person that we're with that we tend to, like you said earlier, miss the signs. We, we're running stop signs. We're running mm-hmm. you. And we're just like on cloud nine, like, oh, you know, my partner can do nothing in the world um, that could upset me or that could hurt me. Mm. Um, some of those, you know, we like to call some of those people being in denial. So yes. what are... Some signs for those who are in denial that they could possibly be in a toxic relationship. Um, toxic relationship is a really touchy subject for me because I had a few relatives that became victims of said toxic relationships. Yeah. And, and it's so hard to judge because you can't judge someone's heart. And no matter how much you see it, you try to game them up until they say, yo, this is not acceptable with me. It's a bad do. Man, I, I don't I don't even know how to explain that because you know we try to as our friends and family, yo, that's that do no good for you, that girl's no good for you. And they'd be like, Yeah, I know, but and you'd be like, Hey man, she tried to poison you. And you'd be like, Yeah, I know, but I still love her. Like, what do you say? Yeah. You know, so I don't really have a good answer because you gotta you gotta just like, you know, hold people in prayer and hold them in your heart and just like Protect them as much as you can, but they eventually have to see it for themselves. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, Stockholm, you know, the, they, they start to love their captors. And mm-hmm. no matter how many times they, like, gave them the Rick James treatment and burnt them with cigarettes, they still go back. Remember that Rick James? He burnt the lady with cigarette? No? <laughs> Reference? Yeah. Pop culture? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, seriously, though. So it's it's hard to, it's hard to put a, put a, um, uh, fix all on that because you can't really judge someone's heart. You just have to like kind of support them as much as you can right. and try to understand because what I would tolerate is not the same as what you would tolerate in some right. respects. Yeah, that's the that's the big thing right there because it's almost like you want to be there for them, right? And you love them unconditionally, even if you know that they're making their own mistakes, you still want to be supportive. But at the same time, it's like, okay, when do you say enough is enough? When do you actually step in and even do something about it? Yeah, yeah. Because um, not to get too deep into it, like uh, one of my friends, they were we were constantly having to intercede on their behalf where I'm talking about like Kung Fu fighting fisticuffs. And then next thing you know, like, yo, I almost got locked up for this and you went right back. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a bad dude. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 you know, I mean, I can't even front, like I have this great answer. Cause I don't, I don't know. You know, we, you know, it's something that unfortunately is a part of our culture that we're going to continue to deal with. And it's never good answer. And, you know, mm. yeah. And then you have those times where, you know, if you didn't step in, who knows where they could be? You know, you have a lot of those situations where people didn't say anything or they just got so desensitized in that person being in that type of situation to the point where there was nothing that anyone could do because that person's life was taken. Yeah, And yeah. that's when we say, oh, well, 
shoulda, coulda, woulda. And sometimes you're afraid to step in because your life can be taken as well. You don't know the mind frame of these people. I remember when I used to work with this one particular company, um, I would take calls about situations that occurred, um, you know, what I'm trying to say it without getting sued. Yeah. Basically, um, perfect couple, you know, they work together, very beautiful couple, no signs of any type of issue in their relationship. They were engaged. And then one day he just goes home and kills her and kills himself. Wow. And it's like, no one's seen it coming. No one at all had any inclination that their relationship was on the rocks. And if it could be because maybe she did speak out on what was going on in her relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have people out there like that. So it's definitely uh, a, a touchy situation, a touchy um, subject, like you said, because it's like, you have to kind of know when to say something and when not to say something. So, um, and, and recognize it too. Cause a lot, some people don't recognize what's happening to them. Yeah. You know, Mike just said at the beginning of the relationship, it seems like a lot of people are creating the image that they want that person to be in the world. And that expectation is unrealistic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Very true. Woo. Talk about unrealistic. Yeah. Unrealistic in a sense of how the relationship is supposed to look, how it's supposed to go. Like people get into relationships and think that they don't have to do anything or contribute any type of effort or even transparency to yes. the relationship. My presence is all that you need. Yes. That's it. You should <laughs> feel up. happy you, to be I, with me. That, that that's right. the that's the attitude that a lot of people have. And unfortunately, era of bad news that's just not how it works like you have to put in some elbow grease just as that other person does and at this point in in kim i don't know if kim is in a relationship or not but i'm sure if she's single and she has dated she would probably um agree with me when i say even when you're trying to date getting past text messaging with someone at the beginning is the hardest actually Going out and doing stuff is the mm. hardest. Getting some type of consistency is the hardest. And that's just trying to build a foundation. Right, right. People just jump into relationships and don't even know anything about the other person. Well, because, you know, it's, it's still an emotional thing. You know, a lot of, you know, as much as we try to desensitize ourselves and say, mm-hmm. oh, I got this. There's still a lot of heart and soul built into these things. So it's like, well, they say the absence of hope. So you get something that seems like it's going to be the thing. And you're like, yo, what if this is the one? So I'm not going to take, I'm not going to use the less energy as I would with anything else. So a lot of people are just hoping for something and they're trying to give it their best. And sometimes they overcommit to kazoo type. I caught Thank that. You. Yes. I see. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that was the hardest sneeze ever. Look at her. But anyway. Uh, from the chest, man. But, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I tell you, relationships nowadays, they may have been easier back in the days because there weren't so many distractions. You really probably didn't have to put forth too much effort. Uh, and people's, people's expectations were not through the roof. 
I don't know, man. How you were. Okay, speak on it. You heard them old temptation songs. That fool said, I'm gonna sleep on your doorstep all night and day to keep you from walking away. That is some work. I don't that even want to do anything like that ever at all. I will kind of stalkerish. Kind yeah, of like yeah. you're not going anywhere. Like well, half the soul songs are a felony nowadays, but they were cool back in the day, but that's a felony. <laughs> but yeah, um, wait till the midnight hour. You know, them dudes were putting in some work, you know, like all these cats. So I'm not sure yeah. if it was easier. I think the communication level is a lot more convenient, but no, them fools are putting in some work. You know, remember Sarno Dvergiak was like writing letters for his homeboy, and then he fell in love with the chick, and she didn't even like him. So, <laughs> these ancient dudes was going through some things. It wasn't easy. It was like hit or miss for them. I would I would say. That's yeah. why I was like hit or miss back then. Yeah, shout out um, to Romeo and Juliet. That was way hit or miss. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, bars. Bars. You know, we're gonna. I'm gonna have a freestyle session one day, and I'm gonna have you up here and see how you do. So I'm gonna suck. <laughs> I'm going to suck. Well, I mean, at least we're getting somewhere. You're able to identify yes. how you would perform. So that's that's okay. Yes, you're you're aware of it. I and am very transparent. Yes, that's that's all what this topic is about tonight. You know, in in the healing. Uh, of the ugly breakup that we would have when I when I cut your mic off during the freestyle. <laughs> um, so what we are going to do in just a moment is take a break. So Mike is on a roll. Mike says, I think people lose their identity and voice when they don't communicate their likes and dislikes at the beginning. And it comes out later in a way that is in lashing, in a lashing and attacking way. I... Ooh, let me just write. I'm going to make a note to myself because that's the representative right there. And we'll speak on the representative when we come back from this quick commercial break. You guys are tuned into He Said What? <laughs> With your girl, Simply Bree. And we have our guest this evening, Mr. Royal. All right, we'll be right back, guys. You guys stay tuned. You are tuned into the He Said What radio network with yours truly, Simply Bree. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the He Said What show and Wednesdays, 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Truth Serum with my co-host, Tasha. Take it in. All you need is the sun kissing your skin, a spring in your step, and a fabulous pair of sunglasses by Garnered.com on your face. Get you a pair. Visit Garnered Sunglasses and Accessories on all social media platforms. And that's Garnered, G-A-R-N-E-R-D.com. All right, we are back. Welcome yeah. back. You guys have tuned into Heat Said What with your host, Simply Bree, and I got my guest with me, Mr. Royal. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us this evening. Um, tonight's topic or show is sponsored by Donna Rain. And please, like I said earlier at the beginning of the show, please make sure you show some support 
to our black business owners. You know, it's all about support. It's all about showing love, especially when it has good products. So as I mentioned, tonight's giveaway is going to be uh, a trivia in a sense. I'm going to ask you guys three questions. And the person that gets, um, I think I'll make it easy for you. I'm going to ask one question, but it's going to have three answers to it. The person who actually gets all three of the um, portions of the question correctly will win. Um, tonight's gift is going to be Timeless Monarch, which is a facial scrub, and it's all naturally based. Mm. And it's also going to be Moonlight Radiance, which is a soap bar. So you guys definitely want to participate in order to get both of these items as our gift tonight. Um, make sure you are a subscriber because I would hate for you to give the answer away and you're not a subscriber. Mike, we got you, Mike. Mike said he, he needs that facial scrub. That's you. right. You know, his beard is glorious, so he needs to make that shine, man. He has the best beard ever in life. Listen, <laughs> beard game. That's right. So um, tonight's topic, how do you heal after a ugly breakup? And before we actually went to the commercial, Mike had made a good uh, good point. He says, I think people lose their identity and voice when they don't communicate their likes and dislikes at the beginning. And it comes out later in a way that is in a lashing and attacking way. And I said, representative, I feel like at the beginning of relationships, when someone's, you know, when you just meet someone, are you really getting the opportunity to meet them or are you meeting their representative, the person that they feel you want to see? What do you mm. think on that one? I don't know, because I think until you actually coexist with someone for a period of time, you don't really know everything is to to that person. You know how sometimes they say you don't really know a person you live with them? It's yeah. kind of the same way in, in relationships, because if, if I get dressed up and I put on my best Jordans and I cut my hair and shave my beard and I see you every other night, we have dinner, then we go our separate ways. You don't know that I'm sleeping in my car or, you know, <laughs> whatever. You just you just see the best version of myself. And then I go back to living whatever crappy existence I have. Right. Just like with you. Like you would come meet me at like Ch Chili's right now. We eat. And then you go back to seven kids and a husband. You know, I mean, yeah. we don't know until we actually really get into each other's like space to understand what we got here. Why do you, you know? think that is? Because there's only so much you can say in brief interactions. Like I said, especially when you're like transmitting like spirits and emotions. You know, what I mean, that's it's not just something we just say here. Hold this. What's that? My spirit. No, it's okay. something that's a. Uh, um, it's like a mind mill, almost like a Vulcan, where you're just really locked in that person and you're really trying to feel what they're feeling and hold their thoughts and hold your thoughts together. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So it's more than just a simple, oh, we had drinks or he likes a latte. He likes the color purple. It's more like, yo, I can feel you're sad. Yeah. But that takes time. And that's what we don't, that's what a lot of people don't have because they're looking for something instant. Right. Okay. I, I agree with you. That instant gratification, basically. Um, so Kim says, people in relationships lose track of themselves because when it starts to feel bad in their relationship, they hold on longer than they should, waiting on their person to come back. Mm. And, um, woo, Kim. Alicia Kim, keeps in the building. Yes. <laughs> you don't know my name. All right. Listen, guys. <laughs> 
And I feel a lot of people are guilty of that because mm-hmm. they feel, and, and sometimes they can actually victimize themselves. They can actually sit here and start to blame themselves for the other person's actions or lack thereof. Mm. And when they do that, now they feel, now it creates an insecurity. Now is it, I'm not good enough. Um, you know, I may not look the way that um, he usually likes for me to look. And then we start trying to make changes in ourselves when and all along, we weren't the issue. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. A, I've seen that happen a lot where a lot of person, they say, it must be something I'm doing. And no matter how many hoops you jump through, it's never you're never going to make that person happy because that person has those unrealistic ideas like Mike and um, Ken were saying earlier. Yeah. So when you're dealing with somebody unrealistic, it don't matter what you do. You can save them from a burning building every other night and they're still going to be like, yo, why you didn't save me the other night? You know right. what I'm saying? So it don't even matter. Right. Why you ain't telling me that building was going to burn? Like, why you ain't tell me gas was flammable? You tripping, you know? (laughs) You've done something wrong. Yes. Exactly. No, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. So when we are in these relationships, and, you know, no one's perfect. No one's relationship Mm -hmm. is perfect. But we try to keep things to ourselves. Who would you say might be the best person to speak to um, when you can't talk to your partner? Um, I would say preferably like a comp, like a confidant, preferably someone who's in a relationship because sometimes you run into a person who's like single and they don't understand. So they may give you a perspective from a single point of view. Yeah. So it's, you have to be really careful who you take advice from. I'm not saying all single people don't know shit about relationships, but at the same time, you really have to vet people when you're bringing them into your intimate domain, which is your relationship. Right. So if you're going to rock with somebody, you may want to talk to someone who is kind of the same situation as you. Um, yeah, you know, but, you know, the vetting process is going to vary per per party. You right. know what I mean? Because I know some single people that got more sense than the married people I know. So <laughs> you got to you gotta vet them first. You got to see what they're talking about. You got to ask them, like, hey, man, do you like pineapples? Like, huh? You know, you got to vet them. You know what I mean? You got to ask them crazy questions, see how they respond to See? See, you I can talk to you, you know why? Because you look at me like, is this guy tripping? See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm looking at your response. See, you are you looking for I get right, it. you're looking for somebody who's rational, who's going right. to be like because somebody say pineapples are great, and they don't even rationalize like why the hell did you ask me about right. pineapple? Yeah, where is this coming from? Exactly, and that's what I'm talking about. You have to vet people and see what their reactions are and see if they're going to give you an honest response. Yeah. Now, if you got to say, oh, I love pineapples, they're great. And you don't question why the hell I asked you. Right. Yeah. You may not be the person I need to talk to because you're way unrealistic. Yeah. No, I, that, it's tricky. It's really tricky mm-hmm. when you are deciding who to go to because then you also have to keep in mind that the same issues that you disclose to your friends or disclose to your family, let's say you guys work it out. Yeah, yeah, that's another the family's thing. going to always have something to say about it. Um, you know, it could be something as simple as, well, he 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 works a lot of hours. And he if he cared for you, then he would adjust his schedule for you, not understanding that okay, he's working all these hours because he's trying to buy you a house. And or- you just feel some type of way and you needed somebody to talk to. 
Or he could be just trying to make sure we don't starve or whatever, you know, same thing with a lady, you know, um, you get some of these guys who they have a problem with their woman working and they, Oh, she worked too many hours. But, uh, bro, if she don't work, who else is going to do it? Especially if you're not going to be the one to kind of flip that over and right. make up that gap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it goes both ways, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, and this, and that's the, that's where the maturity comes in. Um, you have to be mature enough to identify, okay, is this really a concern? Is this really a problem? Or am I just overanalyzing it? Um, yeah. Because sometimes we bring in, uh, what was it called? Past relationship residue is what one of my guests has said before. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I, like I was that. like, I could use that. Past relationship residue. Residue. Where you are actually carrying over whatever trauma, whatever heartbreak, whatever it is negative that happened in the previous relationship, you're carrying that over now into your current relationship and it's affecting your partner. And it's not fair. Um, that's the baggage that we speak of, honestly. Yeah. Nobody wants to deal with somebody else's mess, especially if they had nothing to do with it nor they're they're not exhibiting any of the same characteristics. Yeah, because um, I was listening, funny you should say that, I was listening to Tiana Taylor's last record, and she said, you know, you got to be responsible for my healing. And I was sitting there like, when the hell did that become fair? <laughs> I got I to gotta figure you out and take care of the, the old dude's problems too? So yeah, you know, we got to, if you got to get some counseling or, you know, or Mantras, chanting, you know, do that. Uh, what's love got to do with it? With the I'm ring, some of that, you know, I mean, because you can't be taking all that old nonsense into a new situation, yeah, because that's that's a really strong way to turn your partner off or end up being single again quick. You don't want these single (laughs) streets because these single streets is not nice, so I'm just saying, um, well, with that. When an argument turns into a physical fight, what can you do? And this is important because these are this is for men as well as women. What can you do to de-escalate that situation when it gets physical? You got to get out of there, dude or lady. When it seems like it's about to be some fisticuffs, you know, outside of the defensive, but you got to get up out of there. If somebody on you, you got to do what you got to do to get people up off you. But you got to get out of that situation. You got to, because there's no good that's ever gonna come up from your relationship if y'all start kung fu fighting. It, and, I, and I say that jokingly, but I'm dead ass. If you get to the point where you guys want to put hands on each other, that's a, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it's for. Yeah, he cheating, she cheating, she called me or whatever. Walk away because somebody's gonna end up dead, somebody end up in jail, and you're gonna ruin your life. And it ain't that deep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. All I can tell you is walk away. As soon as you get the chat opportunity, walk away. Leave that alone because it's 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 a bad do either way. Especially now, you know what I mean. This is the wrong time. This is the wrong season to be beating up on each other. Yeah. You know, we got enough stuff to deal with as a world community. Let alone having to like go UFC in the crib. You know, it, it ain't it ain't cool. Dude, I I I'm trying to take this seriously, and then you say UFC in the crib and. 
Oh, you know, in the crib, it go down. You know where all the weapons are. You know, you knew there's a bill. It's by not those... safe in the crib. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst place. You know, you better off fighting in the field, you know, but at the crib, you know where all the weapons are. I can't do it. Fork in the neck. You know, it's turning the eyes up in here quick. You know, you got to be careful. Poisons, all types of stuff. How you going to fight somebody who didn't go to sleep in the same house? You crazy? <laughs> go sleep if you want to. What's, What's going on, Terry? Terry, welcome. So Terry says, leave the minute you two start. Um, start. Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing things. Leave the minute you two start there. Get into a heated altercation. Leave, run. It's not worth it. It's not. It's yeah, no, not. no. no Jim says, if you get to the point where you're throwing hands, it's time to go. Exactly. Oh, Terry was saying, get the fuck out quickly. Yeah, for sure. Because Thank you, it's Terry. Thank you, Terry. Because Terry, no, because once you start punching each other and doing all that, then the relationship's over, in my opinion. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's That's over. the point of no return. Yeah. Because it ain't no, ain't no, I'm sorry when I got a black eye. I don't care who gave the black eye to who. It ain't no, I'm sorry after that. Yeah. No. I, I'm with you on that because. And it's just like it's just like being lied to. You start to feel like if someone would lie to me over something small, um, then they would definitely lie to me about something big. So now right, it plays right. a role in can I trust you? That, like, so can I trust that you're not gonna put your hands on me again? And and what's the what's the thing that we always hear? Well, He's never put his hands on me before. This is his first time. Well, you want that to be the last time. Yeah, yeah, that's the last time. Because the fact that he just now did it, that don't mean he's not been thinking about it for God knows how long. Right, yeah. And, I mean, if if, like I said before, the same goes for men. If a woman puts her hands on you, there's nothing weak about a man leaving a situation like that. There's nothing... Like, just soft, whatever you, however you want to candy coat it, there's nothing wrong with the man leaving the situation if he is a victim of domestic abuse. Because I know a couple of guys that done got some paws put on them. Not by me, but they done got the paws put on them. And I say to myself, why the hell is he still there? You lucky you can fight, though. Loki, you lucky you can fight. You do. I'm just saying, you do. It's, 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 it's all love, but you like you fight. You like even take the nails <laughs> off. Be like, yeah, what you want to do now, huh? What you want to do now? So you don't even wear rings. See, I know you fight because you don't even wear rings. That's right. She's like, you I'm not about to... Just saying. Thank you for that that smooth observation. That's right. Um, I will not deny nor. <laughs> so, so, you, so wait a minute. So you don't fight. You fights. That's what I'm wondering. Like, really not. They fights. It's like that's only they don't. They be on fight. They fights. Listen, they fights. I'm not it. a fighter. So if someone gets me to the point where I want to fight them or mm-hmm. where I feel I have to fight them, I'm gonna try everything in my spirit to molly walk that ass. Yep, fights. She's like two fights together. Fights. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> just saying like don't let somebody and I, I'm like I said I try really hard not to let someone get me to that point because in my head I'm thinking of the consequences I'm thinking of yeah. everything that could possibly happen as a result of me putting my hands on them because if I put my hands on you I'm not putting my hands on you to just say stop no yeah. no yeah. words have said stop 
Me walking away has to stop. Yeah, and that's the whole idea. It's like we don't want we have to love each other more. And no matter how mad I make you or you make me, we should never be fighting. Right. We should never be physically fighting. Mm-hmm. And that is the ultimate shine of respect and love when you can have those feelings and walk away from them. Because that means you care more about yourself and the other person. And who got time to be dealing with these felonies? Because if you're a guy, you might get the molly watch. He might beat you with everything in the house. And guess who going to jail? You. You going to jail with the black eye. And you're going to lose the crib and all that. Mm-hmm. Because ain't nobody trying to hear you, no matter how bad she whoop your ass, unless you China from WWE. Ain't nobody trying to hear mm-hmm. that you got your ass whooped and you're gonna stay in the crib. You gone. Yeah. So it's and not worth it. And then good luck trying to get a good job or or getting your employer to understand mm-hmm. what happened. I mean, right. It just doesn't work that way. It's it's a lose lose situation overall for both men and women. Women, you got to think about the fact that your kids can be taken away if you have children. Mm-hmm. Um, your job is at risk. Um, you're going to have a mugshot that's probably not going to be, you know, beautiful. So, I mean, it's just so many things at, at stake here. But most importantly, nobody wants, nobody wants the, the, the drama that comes with it. You know what made me laugh? You said beautiful mugshot. They're like, pose. you like. Because <laughs> <laughs> squat down at the six meter mark. Like, yeah, you like that? <laughs> He's a beautiful mugshot. I'm sorry, that's funny. Sorry. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't go that way. So Kim says, if a person tells you that they did something that hurts you as a reaction to something you did, it's time to go. That's yep. when the internal victim mentality starts. Mm. Yeah, you pushed me. You that's made right. me do this. Yes, I didn't want to do this. You made me. Look what you made me do. Man, that is some cold shit to say to somebody. As you hurt him, as you physically hurt him, look what you made me do. Like, yes, that yes. ain't cool. Mm-mm. So, I mean, if you guys are tuned in, thank you so much for, for listening to us, for watching us. Um, please make sure you hit up the chat. Make sure that you also subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you can be eligible for tonight's giveaway. Okay. We have Donna Rain's facial products. Uh, we have the facial and body scrub. So for those who got body acne, this is scrubbing right on out. This is Timeless Monarch. And we have Moonlight Radiance, which is a detoxifying and refreshing soap. So Oh, that's kind of ill. Yes, yes. Okay. And all of it is 100% natural, vegetarian, organic, and handmade with love. Oh, wow. Yes, so... I am going to ask you guys a question at the end of the show, and the person who answers correctly first wins. Now, if you're not subscribed and you answer and it's correct, I'm going to say that your answer is correct, but you're not a subscriber. So I don't know if you want to do that. Now, wrapping, uh, we'll, we'll start wrapping things up momentarily. Why do you think communication could be challenging between partners at the early stage of their relationship? Because you're still learning that person and you won't say anything to make them go away. Sometimes we get afraid of being honest with ourselves and the person because we, we're so we want them to stay, but we sometimes we compromise our honesty with ourselves. And it's really hard being directly honest with somebody because you know everybody says I want the truth, and then the truth comes out, you'd be like, I shouldn't have said that. So it's really, it's almost like a fear of actually losing that person or doing something that turns them off 
And you don't realize you're doing yourself a disservice until you get down the road and you're like, damn, I suppress way too much. You know? uh-huh. Yeah, it, it's not easy to be truthful. You know what I mean? Because sometimes the truth is one of those things where, yeah, it works out, but the initial start of that is not very pleasant. <laughs> right. Not very pleasant, you know. Hey, do I look fat in this? Uh, next question, please. Like, what oh, do you look for? No. Hey, you you like my Jordans, honey? No. <laughs> you know, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it sounds cool when we say it, but can you imagine like y'all having the best day ever? You're like, man, these shoes are so comfortable, and your wife be like, Man, you just like setting money on fire, don't you? Yeah, that's our <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, you know, like, yeah. You gotta be able to have that type of relationship if you want a real relationship. Yeah, but it ain't easy though. You no, know. oh, it, yeah, takes it ain't easy. Lots of, so. lots of work. How might withholding secrets potentially hurt the overall health of a relationship? Ooh, Ooh. it depends on the type of secrets you holding. And I'm be, I'm keeping a buck with you. Like, oh man, I don't like Brussels sprouts. Versus, I got two kids. <laughs> it's a big ass difference. In what we're <laughs> a difference right there. Yeah, it's big ass difference, you know. Like, oh man, I didn't quite like the hair bow she put in her hair. Versus, like, yeah, I just spent all the money of our checking account. She'll never notice. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's little things are, you know, we're human. We're not perfect, you know. But mm. you got to okay. measure that out. You know, what I mean, the risk versus reward. You know. Right, right. So now we all, we all have been in this before, where. Someone has done something that has placed a strain on the relationship and they're forgiven of it. And then later on down the road, it's brought back up. So why is it challenging for some who forgive not to bring the issue back up later within the relationship? I I think it's one of those things where you forgiven in that moment and then you keep seeing the same behavior. So it's almost like you let it slide, and then like you would think after you say, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna let that slide." They understand me. This will never happen again. And then the shit keeps happening. You're like, yeah. "Well, yo, wait a minute. This made me mad like two days ago." Yeah. Like, let me give you an analogy, right? It's like me and you were having sushi, right? And you'd be like, "Yeah, Roy, I don't like California rolls, right?" And I was like, "Cool." So the first day I ordered you California rolls, you was like, no, nah, I don't like California rolls. I was like, cool. So the next time we have sushi, I owe you a California roll. You'd be like, didn't they just tell us I don't like California rolls? <laughs> I was like, oh, my bad, dear. My bad, dear. We ain't going to have them. Then we come back the next week, and guess what I do? Order you another California roll. So when did you start paying attention to what the hell that I'm telling you? Right. And that's where you get to – I don't think they're bringing it back up. They're just seeing the same behavior over and over again. Yeah. And – me as guy, the guy buying the food, I'm just like, I don't see like California rolls because I ain't heard a goddamn thing you said. I'm just keep buying you the same stuff yep. because I didn't truly learn what you liked or what what displeased you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just paying attention. You know what I mean? So people are seeing the same behaviors over and over again. I think that's what makes people react. And right. what they're gonna do? They're not gonna go back to what you just did. They're gonna go way back to like on the first date when I brought you the damn California roll that you like in the first place. Yeah, because that was the initial one that really got under your skin, that made you recognize the behavior in the first place. Yeah, I agree, and it's amazing because it's like, um, it makes you wonder what else do you not listen to, right? You know, what else 
Um, are you not paying attention to? Do you ever listen? <laughs> Do you even care? Right. Even more? Like, it's just crazy. So, um, for those couples, there are a lot of married couples. What, um, what are some alternatives uh, as far as solutions go before going to the extent of divorce? Like, what are some things that they can try without necessarily ending up in the divorce court? Well, not to sound cliche, like counseling, um, trying to get yourself out of the situation. Um, this, this happened to me, like, a lot of times, like, when me and my wife aren't feeling each other, like, I'll just go somewhere, or not saying I'm going to leave the state, but I'll just, like, I'll separate myself from the situation and try to air out before I say something, because right. I have, like, a semi-bad temper. So I know the first thing that's coming out of my mouth is, like, hellfire and brimstone. It might be a, a couple gobblers might fly there, too. So my first thing is, like, yo, I'm going to shut my mouth, get out the way, try to get my thoughts together, and then come back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to have an alternative way to do that. Because if you sometimes the first thing you say is not the right thing. Right. And sometimes it is. Even with counseling, you go find someone that you both agree to. Right. And talk it out. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes even an older couple. Sometimes your pastor. Sometimes someone you guys both respect. Have a mediator. Or just even go old school, you know, to sit down and be like, yo, this is what I like about you and write it down. And then yeah. they write it down. You know what I mean? Just anything that you guys can acknowledge your pain or your agitation and be able to find a middle ground. Now, right. do, do I use all these things? No, I'm black. But I try. I really try. <laughs> I go front like I'm like, yeah, I'm writing all this stuff down. Most times I'm like, man, you get on my nerves. I'm just stop talking until I get right. <laughs> Because that works for me. You know, I'm not saying it's the best way, but I'd rather not say nothing that's going to be hurtful and come back and try to revisit it later. Right. Versus what I'm going to say in the first place. It's going to be some, it's going to be some foul shit. So I might as well just be like, shut up, go somewhere, go, you know, go sit down, go play some Xbox and then come back and we'll try it again. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, how important, how important is it to actually find closure when you do let's say break up with someone um why is it important to find closure because you gotta uh, you gotta work out the things inside of you because you can't give your heart to someone if your heart's torn you if you are i'm not saying we have it all together like we're some great spiritual beast but if you feel like your heart is broken and there's something that's not right with you you got to go seek that out because you can't truly give yourself to someone else if you don't even have it all to give to yourself. Right. You know I mean, that's that internal love. I see you talk about on your show a lot of times. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people don't take the time to heal themselves and get their own internal love back. So when they go into another situation, they're still on that same flat tire that they had yep. driving out of the other relationship, you know? So yeah, you gotta, you gotta heal yourself first more than anything. And right. then that will give you the ability to love again. Wow, sound like I know what I'm talking about. What? Look at you sounding like Dr. Phil. I know, pat him back. Like, Go ahead. Dr. Phil. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. That's full double chest. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you don't see, know you know how know how act. Say, wow. I know. She married to me. She know who I am. Yes. yes. She know. It's like, come through with it, hubby. Right. Now, 
how do you deal with someone who has baggage or unresolved insecurities from a previous relationship? And these are for people who are in relationships now and their partner is just putting them through it. Well, first thing, like, you got to be able to talk this thing out. And we really got to come up with like a, so, yeah, I know you had some things. Let's get this counseling. Oh, somebody said communication is always the key. Don't hold any grudges and you must forgive. Boom. Yep. Communication is the key. Um, Being willing to talk about the situation. And I don't mean we talk about the same thing every day. Like the first time that you break over me because I kept buying you the same damn color, California roll. California roll, yeah. The next person should not have to hear the story for the rest of your relationship. Remember that time that goddamn royal kept buying me that California roll? You got to be able to talk about it, acknowledge it. We hear you, understand. I don't like this. And then you got to be able to take that and throw that in the ocean like bad boys, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the thing. I was going to say the other part. And I was like, I caught myself. You know, maybe he's like, we're going to take this. And my mama's and throw it. In the o- I was going to say that, but I caught myself. Glad yeah, you was, caught yourself. I caught myself. All right. Now, um, the last question um, is going to be Do people really need time to themselves in order to heal if they were not the issue as to why the relationship did not work? It depends on the person. There's no yes or no answer, but mm-hmm. I always recommend like it's always cool to air out because you might learn something about yourself in your time of reflection. Yeah. You know, just why not? You know, what you rushing for? Like you want to share two brushes all the time? You don't want you want to just wake up one day and you know have your own. Have your own, you know. How many more times do you need to put the toilet seat down in the mud? You know, give it a minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> give it a minute. Wait, what are we rushing for? You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, give yourself some give yourself some air out. You know what I mean? You never know what you can find. Because um some of my friends, they've been in relationships ever since since. Mm-hmm. So they're literally learning how to be themselves. And you know, sometimes you need that time just to truly figure out what you want to be or how you want to be or how you want to do things. Right. And how you can approach approach your relationship differently. Think about it. If you say, man. I really wish we had to did this, or I really had, wish we had to did that, or I wish I wish I had to said this, or maybe if I hadn't done it this way, you know, I mean, it gives you a lot of time. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is be by yourself. Ooh. Isolation with this thing right here, this thing right here, tripping, tripping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes you and this thing right here, your brain and your heart, they just need to air out and sit somewhere, and y'all got to talk this shit out so we can all be <laughs> on the same page. So it's- yeah. It's definitely, um, it's definitely hard. Um, but I, I think too, it's difficult to get back into the habit of being in a relationship when you've been single for such a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can see that. It's, it's like, you know, you come and you go as you please. And a lot of the times, you know, people say, I don't have to answer to nobody. I got to tell nobody where I'm going. Technically you don't have to do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's that just what it is. You choose to let someone know what you're doing or where you're going, but you don't have to. That's your natural born right. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so it's hard to get back into the habit or the swing of things when you do get into a relationship after being single for such a long time. Um, but overall, everything 
tonight, tomorrow, yesterday is all going to revolve around communication. Mm-hmm. If you cannot properly communicate, then you are going to forever have issues. Um, yes. And communicating isn't just speaking for those who are out there like, oh, I'm a good communicator. It also requires you being able to listen and listen, uh, go through effective listening where you're not listening to respond. You're listening to understand. Dang, I should have said that earlier. Thank you for bringing it up. Um, a lot of times we look at communication as the words you say. It's also your actions. Yeah. You know, so don't just say just because you say the right things, oh, I love you or I understand you. No, you actually have to, your communication has to be physical, mental, and spiritual. So if you say you love somebody, if you say you care about them, then you still have to show those things and you have to exhibit those things. And I think that's where a lot of times we get effed up where we'll say all the right things, but then we're still doing the same stuff. Yeah. So your actions kind of have to match your words to the best of your ability because no one's perfect. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting up here and saying, like, I got this shit all worked out because I really don't. Yeah. But I try. You know what I mean? I try to make my, at least if I can't say the right thing, I at least try to make my actions go that go where my words can't. Right. You know what I mean? It's like an ebb and flow, you know. That's just what it is. So you guys um, out there, Tune in who are uh, watching, um, whoever is listening. Thank you guys so much. For Patrice Palmer agrees. Thank you. I see you, Parker, homie. You called her Palmer. I, I'm sorry. I got my screen on minimized. I'm like, you see, I'm squinting. That's my best friend right here. <laughs> sorry. So, sorry, best friend. We love you. <laughs> so, um, yes, your, your words speak to your character. Yeah. So, and then the thing is, if they don't align, if what you say and what you do are not on the same page, one of these are lying. And eventually we're going to figure out which one it is. So um, she also says, as well as the action. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So tonight, I mean, tonight was a really, really great show. Um, we got a lot of good feedback from Royal. Royal, thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Before very welcome. we let you go, we are going to go ahead and, and do the giveaway. and. I'm going to I'm going to say this. Um, the person who wins, because I can't check and see if you subscribed or not. I'm going to hope that you did subscribe. If you did not, then before I send this product to you, I'm going to check. So you Bree, have about 24 hours to subscribe. Bree, everybody that watches our show are people of great moral fiber and integrity. I have no way of not believing that these people are not subscribed. Yes. These are our people. Yeah, our people. What? Yes. Of course, they subscribe. Everybody yes. subscribes. Come Silly on, now. Yes, we have have one of the best crowds ever. They're all moral fiber, salt and earth people. Of course, they subscribe. Hello, hugs to everybody. There's no unethical people there. No. there are people. That's right. Yes, he said. What people are our people? That's our family. That's right. So we got. We know you subscribe. It's all good. So I don't even need to say that anymore, right? That's right. So, tonight's trivia question, Patrice is laughing, tonight's trivia question, if you were listening, if you were watching, uh, but more so paying attention to what our guest Royal was saying, I need you guys to name two ways Royal mentioned to find a resolution other than divorce and marriages. I need two, and it's the first two responses that are correct. He said, and you can't respond, Royal. 
Damn, I, I need that face moisturizer though, what? man. You know, like the, I'm trying you to get was five. I did. You did actually, yeah. Oh wow, good. Better than I thought. Yeah. So I just need two. Two ways Royal mentioned to find a resolution other than divorce. Bria's Patrice, an active listener. Good job. You know, I make notes. Patrice, you just tuned in, I think, not too long ago. But you can also take um, a stab at it. So I'm going to give you guys not too much longer. We'll, we'll let Royal um, introduce himself. Yeah, just think about it. Just two ways that someone... Um, can find a resolution in their marriage other than divorce. Um, Royal, in yes. the meantime, please let the great people know how can they find you on social media. All right. I'm on Instagram under rgamesii. Um, I run a, ch- a video game channel with my children called 40, 40 and Still Gaming. We pretty much celebrate video games, life, and family. You don't have to play video games to be down with us. Um, all we like to do is laugh and talk, just like kind of what I'm doing now. So if you want to check us out, you can go to 40 Steel Gaming with one Steel one L gaming.com. It's also should be on my little moniker. And you can also catch Bree shows on my website. They actually have a tab. So you if you need a, a quick way to catch the show, you can go there. And we got a partner page with everybody I'm down with. If you got business, get at me. I'll put you a link in there. Because that's what we do. We're just trying to branch out and have fun and do everything that's fun. Yeah. He said, check you out, Boney. <laughs> Who's Boney? Boney. Like, the camera made me slimmer? <laughs> yes. 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 You're so funny. <laughs> the camera made me slimmer. I made it. Right. Mama, I made it. I but yeah, you. come check us out, man. Uh, we just posted a video yesterday. I brought that new Mario Kart that's hooks up to your switch it's like a real control car so i built a track in my basement it was fun but yeah that's what we do we play video games we have fun and come on down have you know have fun with us so this is very interesting Mm -hmm. um okay so patrice parker she just joined not too long ago so she didn't get to hear the whole thing but um she actually responded to the trivia. And yeah. the first thing that she said was counseling. And then the second one that she said was communicating with the spiritual advisor or preacher. Pre- preacher, pastor, anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Patrice, you are actually our winner for the evening. Yes. 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 Daniel Bryant. WWE. I know. I know. I used to watch wrestling, remember? She's looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? Like, okay, Royal. All right. So, Patrice, tonight's um, giveaway is actually sponsored by Donna Rain. And this evening, you have won Timeless Monarch, which is a facial slash uh, body scrub. It's very good, too. I have uh, a similar scent. And Moonlight Radiance, which is a detoxifying and refreshing body bar. So I believe you can use it with your face, for your face, as well as your body. But it's uh, 100% natural, vegetarian, organic, and handmade with love. So I will uh, make sure that I get that shipped out to you. Um, You guys, please make sure you check out tonight's sponsor, Donna Rain. 
You guys can find her online, on Instagram. Look her up under Donna Rain, as well as visit her store to see what other products she carries. Um, Royal, it's been such a pleasure having it's you on. It's been fun, on. man. Um, I appreciate you as always. I look forward to doing this again with you on Monday for Simply Sports. So you guys, make sure you check out the YouTube channel and look yeah. at the playlist for Simply Sports because let's just say you know YouTube bans us. Uh, yes, on a regular basis. Yes. Yeah. So we have we have workarounds. So check out <laughs> the playlist every Monday. <laughs> we are live streaming. Shout outs to Mike. Mike is in yes, the building sir. as well. Yes, yes, yes. Mike. We look forward to it. Look, Patrice says she loves a good scrub. Um, that's it, guys. That's all. Uh, follow me on Instagram at underscore simply great underscore. Make sure you also follow the network on Instagram at he said what radio. And check out the website simplybree.com. I thank you, good people, for tuning in tonight and we look forward to chatting it up with you guys again good night